Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of Escopia Radio Talks. I am your host, Mr. Foxtail, and I'm sitting down with the lovely Nikki Newlands. Now, before we start, those that do not know you, please just make a quick intro. Who is Nikki Newlands? Where are you from, and what is it that you do? Thank you so much for the beautiful intro, firstly. Um, Nikki Newlands is a Durban Durban girl, you know, born and bred, raised. Um, that's actually where my name, Nikki Newlands, comes from. I'm from Newlands East in Durban, KwaZulu Natal. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm just a lover of music. I'm a creative. I'm okay. that's who I am. I'm a full round creative, you know, jack of all trades, design, mm-hmm. fashion, music. Um, and, and I, it's just so sad that I feel like I only found that passion later on in my life. But, um, yeah, my life literally ro- revolves around um, the arts right now, the <sighs> arts and music. And and, and and that's who I am, basically. Okay. I'm, yeah. Now, you spoke about coming from Natal. Yes. Now, I just want to know, please just give us a brief or kind of perspective of how your childhood was like and how has that also impacted your career choices? Um... You know, my childhood, you know, I never, I never saw, from where I come from, I, I, I never knew any artists or any singers or DJs or, you know, my, 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 my parents never really had much, you know, um, my mom tried her best to, to give me what she could, um, and how that's impacted on me is that, like, once I came to Joburg, I, my mind was open, you know, my perspective of the arts was open, you know, um, discovering new things. Because um, from where I come from, we, we never saw that. Everybody went to school, got a job, you know, um, get married, you and know. And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and the picket, yeah. It's a system, man. It's a system, it is a system. And so it's only when I got here to Johannesburg that I realized it's so much out there you know True. the world is so big people True. are really doing beautiful amazing things you know True. and i feel like that's impacted on me so much so that i realized that i want to just chase my dreams you know i want to i want to do all the things that I, that I, that i dream of i want to make sure that i get that, that done in, in in my life because i don't think my parents um you know went after their dreams you know that's, that, that's the one thing that makes me sad about True. like where i come from like I, I don't feel like i saw people um, being ambitious enough, you know, and going after the things that they love, you know, everybody gets stuck in the system, and yeah. um, it's like the gutter. Like same thing with my mom. Uh, I was like, yo, man, she was even telling me the same thing this morning. That look, it's only now where she's starting to like live her dream. Yeah. Because now she's like, okay, no, I, I can go back to varsity yeah. That's and study something else. Yeah whilst working in the medical yeah, field yeah and i'm like wow okay that's inspiring that's very inspiring pick up to your mom because not a lot of people are living their dreams no. not a lot of parents are living their dreams people give up uh, also as the years go on you know that childlike sort of mindset and mentality where you believe anything is possible you know fades away as the years go by because you go through life experiences you go through hard knocks you know um and also your environment hey eh? i feel like your environment is such a huge factor in in sort of building you and 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 getting you to that next level because what you see every day you know mm-hmm. gets embedded into your mind you know and sure. and you start 
you start like picking up bad habits you know because it's, it's, and that's the norm for you you know because it's what you see around like i mean everybody does does it everybody you know sure. with, with the guys you know so that type of mentality it's hard to sort of get out of that you know if it's what you're seeing on the every day so your mom's story of what what she was telling you of now being older and and finally wanting to 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 actually live out your dream and and try and go and get it you know not everybody can do that after that many years you know true damn i felt that yeah. <laughs> um you coming to joburg what were you like what were your aims per se like coming to Joburg because I mean coming to Joburg must have been overwhelming at the same time it, it was it was hard eh it was really really I don't I don't think that my, my, my journey in Joburg's ever been easy like I got here I actually got here to study law at Vids that's how I started here but um, my mom fell into like financial troubles and like I had to drop out I had to drop out and go straight into the working world you know um, and that was like 17, 18 I uh, I've been working since 17, you know. I've I've always been holding down at least two jobs at a time, you know, trying mm. to like help my my family back home, trying to like keep a roof over my head, you know. Um and I, I I can't lie and say that it's been easy. It really it's been extremely difficult. Um but what I absolutely love about Johannesburg is that this is a place where you can come and achieve your dreams. Hey, anything is possible in the city. You can reinvent yourself, no matter how many times. You know, you can. If you decide that you want to be a break dancer and and that you want to live your life being a break dancer, you can do that. You literally can do that. This is a place where you can achieve absolutely anything. Nothing. Damn. There's no limits to to the city. You know, and that's what I absolutely love about it. And then Durban. <sighs> Uh, you know, it's a beautiful city. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful city. I give my city that, but at the same time, I I, I just don't think it's a very progressive city, um, especially within the arts. You know, um, German people are very comfortable. They're very comfortable in 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 the in the position. You know, and. Uh, and that makes it difficult for, for, for the up-and-coming kids, you know, because um, you've also got gatekeepers, you've got, you don't have people investing into the arts as much, mm. you, yeah, like, like as beautiful as it is, I just don't think it's, it's, it's a city that's, it's moving as fast as, there's no growth in, like, for artists, for musicians, you know, <sighs> all the, all the big Durban artists, mm. once you leave Durban, they've blown up, look at Nasty. Nasty's sure. from Durban. I don't think he'd have the same impact if he didn't leave Durban. Durban, yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, you speaking like that, it takes me back. I don't know if you remember Witness the Funk. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. I really, Man, really do. They had an impact in they Durban. Really they really did. They, they made a difference, but it's like, I felt like... Uh, but at the same time, the environment, long? right? Mm. With Durban, there's a lot of... Drugs is a big problem in Durban. We don't talk about it often enough but so it's a, a big artists. problem yes it's a big problem within Shit. our communities and um, artists get stuck into that you know I don't want to like mention any names yeah. but like we see we see the destructiveness of some of the artists that have gone global but fell into bad environments and you know and, and that's the problem with, with, with Durban you know is that like there aren't enough people trying to regulate 
and 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 trying to like set the, the youth on the right track you know to be like no guys actually don't get involved in this you know like you know this is like a really bad sort of vibe that we have in that city like in terms of like destructive things and we don't we don't push each other in the right direction enough so the best place to grow up in would be upper because i'm like yo like other day not funny enough i was sitting at home and i'm like yo i really want to go because i've never been out of the city eh? the only place i've been to is like um only go home limpopo yeah back the side i'm like damn i really need to go to durban right and i'm like okay a lot of homies have been like Durban is dangerous so I'm like okay you know what I want to see this place and then I want to also explore neighboring neighborhoods around there yeah. a lot of people are like yo bro if you want to really explore that environment case I didn't go to Umtlanga but I'm like dude are you gonna pay me are you, are you gonna pay me <laughs> no listen um Durban's not like I mean it's as dangerous as any place is I mean South Africa is not the safest place you know but you've got to be a little bit street smart you've got Mm -hmm. to be like you know wise otherwise you will get taken advantage of um but yeah definitely I would definitely advise you book a bus you and a friend um you know go find a place in South Beach it's Durban is beautiful you know it's also very affordable to party there because uh, transportation in our city um especially in the in the South Beach region Mm -hmm. South Beach North Beach is 24 hours it's taxis five rand to get from South Beach to town and it's also a jam inside the taxi because our taxis are clubs eh? but five rand yeah five rand even post lockdown, five rand, bruv. Five nah, rand. <laughs> nah. You playing me? You playing me? Next I thing I get there, I pay five rand, and they're like, "I'm fit." Put me taxin. Put me taxin, fit. Five rand is no, like. No, five rand. I swear, I swear. <laughs> hey, I wanna get there now. I'm like, it's like I'm undermining no, the person. No, 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 no. Now, coming to Joburg, you came to study. Unfortunately, financial issues yeah. came in about, but. You managed to actually bag a qualification, though, even Definitely, throughout that yeah, struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you study exactly? Um, I went. I went back home. Um, I, I, I studied fashion design mm-hmm. um, at DUT, you know, and then whilst working uh, as a waitress, um, yeah. So uh, at least I, I'm happy that I I, I I sort of went the the creative route, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, because also fashion sort of broadened my skill set you know i went into graphic design from fashion um okay. i went into um digital marketing from fashion i went into um what else um graphic, website design you know like so i'm glad that i went into the creative route and and i still do want to go back and do law mm-hmm. but um yeah, the fashion definitely opened up my my my, my skill set. Uh, I was able to learn a lot. You know, um, I feel like when you when you're able to do things with your hands, when you're creative with your hands, if you mm-hmm. can sew, if you can bake, if you can cook, you really you'll never starve. You know, because True. those are pretty essential uh, items in life. You know, True. people have to eat, people have to wear clothes. True. So you, yeah, there's always something that you can do to to make it by. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know this. I actually happened to bump up on this information online. <laughs> you worked for Studio Eight. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, a lot of people actually do know that. The corporate side. Yeah, yeah. I was Duh. marketing manager for Studio Eight for two and a half years. Um, that was fun. That was fun. What? Yeah. That was the experience working that with major brands. Great. It was amazing. Um, absolutely amazing experience. I I got to learn a lot especially about the south african consumer south african market about building a brand about um 
just elevating because uh, uh, also studio has a really incredible story you know it's got sure. so much culture uh, people have a lot of great memories uh, sure. from from studio you know some of them bought their first sneakers there True. you know um, their dads taking their, their kids to buy you know first it's a lot of first memories for 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 black people so to speak because sure. that's the core customer base um, so yeah it was a, it was amazing but Definitely don't amazing. about those time on uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter they spend almost you know like main reason why Studio 88 blasts their music up and down. <laughs> they're like, they don't, wanna, they don't want you to hear that, hey man, they manufacture it. I'm just playing, man. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> no comments. Sir. I'm just playing. But on a serious note, though, you spoke about also building a brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You managed to also, aside of corporate um, workflow, you managed to also build. Um, a brand of your own yeah. where you are a full-time DJ, yeah. right? How did you go on about with DJing actually? Like when did you start DJing and who are the people that actually assisted you with entering the industry? I I wish I'd started it earlier in my life, but as I said, where I come from, that wasn't something that I saw every day. You know, I wasn't exposed to people in the arts, people that were creatives. But I discovered DJing whilst I was a waitress in Durban. You know, I, I waitressed at I've waitressed at so many clubs. You know, um, I waitressed at a club called Vakamata whilst I was studying uh, fashion design, and um, I would see people like uh, DJ Switch coming mm-hmm. and, and and DJing. You know, um, DJ Dimples, DJ Milkshake, um, and I'm like, no man, damn, this is cool. These guys are cool, man. You know, um, I loved how they made people so happy through music. You know, and um, I wanted to do that, but I, the only issue I, I had was I felt like people weren't playing the new music, you know, okay. and trap was coming into um, around 2014, 2013, 2014, you know, trap was building uh, like the wave or the new trap wave was coming in, like Bugatti, I woke up in a new, Bugatti. you know, like the clubs were going crazy with that type of stuff and I was just like, no man, this is what I want to do, I want to play trap in the club okay. and um, it took me quite a while, it took me quite a while, then finally in, in 20, 2016, I, I, I decided, you know what, let me go to DJ school. So I went to DJ um, Pioneer Academy mm-hmm. here in Johannesburg and um, I did a three month DJ course. I actually played house in the beginning. Um, I never, I never, I never like learned how to play hip hop. Hip hop was a journey. Like I discovered those skill sets on the on the way, you know. Um, and it was difficult. Yo, I sucked. So eh? three, but three months. A course for three months, like it's I wasn't rare. the greatest. I wasn't the greatest <laughs> DJ when I was done with that course. No lie, because it really, really took me some time to get comfortable on the digs, on the like. DJing is not that easy. Hey, I feel like people just really see just pressing buttons. It's really, really not that easy. Yet. No, um, especially hip hop. Um, hip hop was a little bit difficult um, because there were a lot of uh, a lot of things that I didn't understand. And it's very different to DJing house, you know. Okay. With house, um, sometimes there's no voc- uh, there's no um, vo- vocals. It can just be an instrumental. True. So you're just mixing instrumental and instrumental. True. Now hip hop, you've got the ooh ah eh, you know, <laughs> coming at each and every point in the song, and you've got to learn how to mix so that it sounds pleasing to the ear with all the. So you've got to know your music well. Um, 
yeah, you've got to like it, it's been a journey, but it's been extremely, it's been extremely fun. And how long does it take you to actually even create um, a playlist or a set for events? How long does it take you? What? How can I put? How can I put it? What inspires your sets? I, I definitely am inspired by the people in the crowd, you know. Like, uh, I, my sets are, are, are very based on who is there at the time that I'm playing, you know. Um, if, I, like, if I get to a place and I see that there's uh, predominantly ladies, I'm going to play something for the ladies, you know. I want the ladies to dance. Um, okay. But sometimes I get to a place and they are skirt, you know. <laughs> then, uh, then that's when I know I, I, can, I can trap it out, I can trap it out, you know. So okay. um, my sets are very inspired by the people. Um, at the parties, you know, I don't, uh, I don't. At, in the beginning, I used to play for myself. Mm. All I wanted to do was play trap. Um, now I'm not that selfish anymore, you know. I want people to dance and I want people to have a good time. Damn, yeah. that is, that is crazy, man. Like I'm thinking about it now, cause I mean, if you think about it, um, I'm actually looking back at that Miller drop yeah. event. Yeah. But we'll yeah. get this. Yeah. Um, cause I mean. When I think about it, it's like it's very difficult for a DJ to even say, how can I put it, charge maybe 30k, 40k, 45 grand. Yeah. So what are your charges, man? <laughs> if someone is trying to book you, what are your charges? Listen, uh, right now, especially, um, things are, we just, we just opened up the country again, mm-hmm. you know. Um, promoters also haven't been, haven't been working for, for, because of restrictions, they only allowed a certain number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to even say I my fee is fifteen k one hour I think that would be a little bit selfish of me and a little bit like uh, not understanding the like you know you've got to read the room. Um, so yeah, like I'm not charging people that it's not anything hectic. It's not anything hectic. So not fifteen grand. Though. Nah, 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 I'm not there yet. But soon, soon we will. Uh, do, we'll, we're getting that. there. Yeah, look out for that definitely. So what opportunities though has your career brought for you? Oh man. I never, I never thought that you could um, branch out into so many things just from music alone. You know, mm-hmm. I've shot some really dope ads. Um, I've been in some really dope productions. Um, the Miller one, mm-hmm. definitely at the top of my list. You With know, that was uh, yeah, Damn. that was that's one of my favorite trap artists. Damn. You know, so to have been on the same line up as him you know uh that was absolutely mind you know blowing for me i I never thought that a girl from durban you know could come in into the game and in just like two to three years you know you're gonna i I never thought i'd be on such lineup so but ellen popo we say little yachi (laughs) (laughs) like a chinese he's dope he's dope man he is dope yeah but with every opportunity i'm pretty sure there's difficulties what are one or maybe five for difficulties that you have faced when trying to establish your brand mainstream um you know, not like not having a support system. I think for me is like one of the biggest difficulties. You know, like I'm, I'm in Joburg all alone. My family's really far, and they don't have the, they don't really have the tools to to assist me as much as they'd like to. You know, um, so like I'm sort of a big help to my family. You know, and that's that's a, a lot of weight to carry on your shoulders. You know, especially when you're trying to build a brand, you're trying to grow because. Um, in the early stages of brand building, there's a lot of your money that you have to invest back into your brand, you know. And 
with, without the proper support structure, you know, things don't move as fast. Um, however, however, um, I do think I'm very supported by the, the, the community in Johannesburg. Like, we've got some really, you know, like life, yes, isn't easy and everything, but we've got some really good people in these streets, you know. Some people True. that are really trying to see me win, you know, and, and would do just absolutely anything so that I could get to my dream, you know. And Shout and, out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. I'm very blessed. I'm very grateful, you know. I had lost my headphones um, at a gig, right? Damn it. And um, mm. one of my followers... Um, uh, had these amazing Sony headphones and he's like and he hit me up he DM'd me and he's like yo listen I've got like these Sony headphones and I don't use them or whatever um, I really what? like to give them to you you know what? Um so he he had them sent to my house the next day damn I'd never met this person hey I don't know this person I'd never met them they had just been following me for, for, for some time and um, they really believed in me so much that they were like you know what girl this is my gift to you I want to see you win you know mm. um, sent me a power bank huh? like he was like I want you to always be okay at your sets you know damn. like that for me was so like moving you know because I'm like you don't know me you, you, mm-hmm. you never met Hit me, but you 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 believe in what I'm trying to do so much that you're willing to sacrifice a bit of yourself for Damn. me, you know. Nah, please bless me also. <laughs> <laughs> bless me also. <laughs> but <clears throat> I mean, now you spoke about lockdown, how it's limited the way artists move. Yeah, yeah. How has it financially impacted you? And and one of the, what are the um what are the most <laughs> valuable financial lessons that you have learned? Pre, pre. I mean, pre level one, but during lockdown. You know, I don't know if I've learned the lessons because uh, I feel like it's still like I'm. It's still a work in progress. I'm. I'm trying to teach myself to be better with uh, finances. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's something that I learned also from where I come from. My parents never taught me to be financially smart. They never taught me about saving. They never taught me to be financially savvy. Um, so I've, I've, there's a lot of things that I've had to unlearn um, when it comes to money and I'm, I'm trying to be better, I'm not there yet. I'm not at that place where I'd like to be financially, Like, but I, I am definitely trying to be better with my money better with because being an independent artist and like I make right now um, I am freelancing as well I freelance and I'm DJing full time so with the inconsistency of lockdown like you know some months we were we were total shutdown mm-hmm. um no parties at all no gigs at all and that means a lack of income you know because the alcohol uh, brands were cl- stop budget you know because besides just gigging we also make a lot of our money from doing promos with and you know partnering with alcohol brands and whatever okay. and when they were affected it affected us too mm. like it affected us like in like it was it was hard on a lot of artists you know Damn. and um I mean, we're using our savings, you know, just to get by and whatever. Mm-hmm. And But the problem now is when you're using up your savings and money is no longer coming in. Shoot, you're bankrupt. You are you, planning you know, yourself a bankruptcy. Fuck, bro. So, um, yeah, for the fact that we're still, we're still here today and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm still gigging and like, you know, they, they, there's definitely hope. Things are looking up and we're definitely blessed I, I I can't see it any other way no we saw it with a lot of artists and stuff like that you know it's surprising it's shocking but I mean but what about 5 of you and we don't get paid from like you know I do oh. people see a lot of like, like they see a lot of 
I want to call it like sort of PR mm-hmm. stuff and because that's you're doing that stuff to solidify and and, and amplify oh. your brand you know but uh, not everything comes with the check eh? makes sense yeah I like understand. like i've just got a 94.7 residency every Shoot. tuesday um shout that doesn't come with the, that yeah shout out to them shout out to them uh beautiful you know for putting women on like that but that doesn't come with the check yeah 5fm mm. residency doesn't come with the check you Damn know when, when people see me on radio if they see me on tv you know not sometimes it's, you're just doing it to make your brand bigger you know and to put yourself out there doesn't mean you're getting paid for it you know mm. we that's what i'm saying to invest in your brand like it, like it takes a lot you know so as an artist you really really need a good support structure damn yeah. so where do you see yourself though in the next five years i mean right now let's shove pandemic <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah pandemic but, one side yeah. yes where do you see yourself in the next five years where do I see myself? Firstly, like, I'm not just going to stay a DJ. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm definitely trying to be an all-around artist, you know. Um, I see myself dropping a lot of music. I see myself collaborating. I see myself touring Africa, the world, you know. Um, yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but, mm-hmm. like, you guys are going to meet a different side to me really, really soon. I've got an alter ego coming out. Shoot. Um, yeah, that's going to be really, really exciting. Something really different. The game, right? I feel like the game needs some excitement, needs some Good. change, needs some innovation, new ideas, fresh ideas, you know? And that's what I want to I wanna bring to the game, you know? I know things... Uh, I feel Sometimes I feel like things are happening really, really slowly, but that's also... Uh, contributing to the lockdown however there is progress you know there has been like some great progress i've worked with some amazing artists putting my ep together as well um hoping to drop that really soon um yeah i'll be yeah just more studio more working collaborations yeah you know also wanting to be more business savvy you know um want to have my own agency Mm. um and and not just stick to music and just venture out into maybe tech um yeah you know you just reminded me i was watching uh an interview with bryson Tiller regarding his anniversary deluxe uh, and he was like yeah. he was like yeah man i'm i, I want to do the same thing music industry is in the place to fully raise your kids in so yeah. age of 30 he wants to go into technology and gaming. yeah so I'm like, wow. definitely i i see that i see that even for myself yeah you know even the nicky newlands brand mm-hmm. i'm definitely trying to take it more into the gaming side the gaming okay. tech side you know um because like that's the new way that the kids the kids are crazy about gaming you know it's such a such a like a phenomenon right now you know and, okay. I, and I feel like to to not put myself in that space would be just doing myself a disservice okay yeah. uh, due to time constraints we're gonna have to leave it there but now to those that don't know where those that don't know who Nicky Newlands is. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's <this>. okay. <laughs> Those that don't know who Nicky Newlands is, where can we find you and your sets? Definitely. Um, you can find me at Nicky Newlands. That's N-I-K-K-I-N-E-W-L-A-N-D-S on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you can find my sets on SoundCloud as well at Nicky Newlands. Um, yeah, I'm coming out with a YouTube um, yeah, YouTube page really soon. I'm working on that right now. That's gonna be really, really, really dope content. Also, okay. I'm dropping a cipher. 
okay. soon uh, sure. with some really really dope artists it's okay. called the Trap Money Cypher okay. you guys need to look out for that, that I that, will that, definitely yeah. look out for that yeah. thank you so much for your time bless you thank you so much for inviting me thank you guys so much to those that are listening or watching thank you guys so much till next time much love bye and that's a wrap these <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful studios eh? yeah look at Emotions on the day All the other shit was